The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G. This week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about Hipster Santa, Frog and Chicken, they're the new Christmas single duo, <laughs> and Parcels and Wrapping. Yeah, if you like that, then do have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more excellent chat and some fantastic songs thrown in for good measure. Mine's turned into a chicken. I'm a frog. I have to say, Bush, that was very, very good timing. The syncopation between us was absolutely marvellous. It was like a good offbeat thing going on there, wasn't it? Yeah, it's frog and chicken, isn't it? Frog and chicken. Sideline. Frog and chicken. If you haven't got any entertainment planned for your Christmas party, staff Christmas party, frog and chicken, book us now. (laughs) Triple six, triple five, chicken. Do you know... Do you know something, Bush? This is the absolute truth. And when I say that, you know it's going to be laced with a lot of embroidery and lies. No, this is the absolute truth. Go on. So this week, I heard from a friend who I haven't heard from for a bit. Haven't heard from him since summer, actually. He's been okay. very busy. He has brought out a Christmas single. Oh, wow. Talking of frog and chicken, he's brought out a Christmas single. Wouldn't it be amazing to have a Christmas single? I'd love to be famous for having a Christmas single. Well, listen, frog and chicken, yeah. why not? Let's, let's do think, it. Let's think of one right now. What's, what connects a frog and a chicken? Um, uh, Christmas on the farm. Yes, or they're both eaten by the French. <laughs> Cut legs, maybe. <laughs> but your mate, your mate that's got a song. What, what, what's yeah. he, has he written the theme tune, sung the theme tune? Well, it's a really lovely song. He's a, he's a, he's a musical theatre friend. He's called Daniel Boys, and okay. he's very, very popular on musical theatre scenes. Yeah. And he's written a song called Christmas Lullaby. Ah, oh, and is it is it a positive take on Christmas? Very. Is, is, and there's no sadness very. at its very core? No, it's it's Daniel, basically. He's gone a bit beardy, a little bit hipstery, a little bit sort of Santa for 2018. Like a young, hip Santa from Shoreditch yeah, or something exa- like that. A Shoreditch Santa. Yeah. So he's not white. It's sort of a lovely russet colour. Slightly ironic. He's, yeah. just, he's just finished baking his own uh, sourdough. Yes, exactly. He's finished the sourdough and, yeah. he's, and he's basically wandering through the streets of London, sort of remarking on people, looking at people and singing in his beautiful voice. Wow. This song called Christmas Lullaby. And one of the favourite lyrics of mine in the song mm-hmm. um, is, uh, oh, I've written it down and I can't actually read it. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hang on, it's something about snowflakes. Snowflakes ganging kit the ground on. Oh no, it's not that. It's not Gangnam Style, is it, by <laughs> that Sire guy from Korea? That was a Christmas song! Was it really? Hang on, was it? I'm not sure if that was. If I th- it was, I that'd think be brilliant. It, no, I think it went through Christmas. Listen, we'll discuss Christmas singles a little bit more after a bit of, ah, oh, come on, another Christmas song. Wow. We're all about the Christmas bushy for the next four weeks. <laughs> Yeah, man, check out that percussion. It's the 1st of December. The big news is we are going 100% Christmas bush. Do you know what? I've got news for you, Mel. The rest of Magic, Magic's going 100% Christmas. You and I 
Let's go 110% Christmas. Should we do that? Let's do it. Should we do that? Let's go beyond the pale. Nick Snaith, he's 100%. Yeah. Angie Greaves, she's 100%. 100%. Ronan and and Harriet, they're 100%. All the others, they're 100% as well. And we are... I've just repeated what you said, Bush. (laughs) 110%. I just slightly emphasised in an annoying way what you said. I like that, though. 110%. Let's do it. Do you know what? So we've been talking about this idea of releasing one Christmas song. Mm -hmm. You know um, about a boy that lovely film with my favourite Hugh Grant superb film lovely soundtrack as well I love it and Nicholas Holt's so brilliant Mm -hmm. but that's all about the story is about Hugh Grant's character Will whose dad wrote the Christmas single and he's lived off that and he's never done anything with his life wow but he was unable to live off the proceeds of a Christmas single right Bush frog and chicken mate we've got to we've got to literally sit down and write the number one single we we should do it what's your mate called who's got the song out Daniel Boys has he got any availability on the B side do they still do B-sides uh, for songs? Because I wonder if we could we could probably put a track together and get it on the B-side. Shall I ask him? Yeah, just say... Shall I ask him? We just need, we just need that leg up, that bunk yeah. up to the next level. I'm loving the idea of Daniel Boys as the hipster Santa from Shoreditch. Yeah. It's very good. He'll choose you a brilliant Christmas present because his elves are working on it and he'll fix your uh, fixed gear bicycle at the same time. <laughs> That's just how he rolls. And in his sack, he'll have presents like... Beard oil. Beard oil, yeah. And um, a sort of a subscription to the Idler magazine. Yeah, and a thumbs up Jesus. Yeah! Yeah! So and, ironic. And sourdough materials. All the stuff you need for making sourdough, which incidentally, if you ever get trained to do it, it takes about three months if you want to have a loaf. Matey, we had a sourdough disaster. Now, Did you? That's a first world problem if ever I've heard one. <laughs> we tried to make some, mate, with a, with a gone off apple. You know, you put something live in and it yep. goes off. Mm-hmm. Not anything, it's not roadkill. No. It was an apple that went off quite badly yeah. we thought right let's make a sourdough mate it was absolutely appalling the loaf ended up like a piece of cement that has not dried oh my like rock art no not dried oh wet flappy sloppy the direct opposite of rock art I love you but I got obsessed with cement I absolutely love you but I, um, I tried to make sourdough and it was just it took so long you know, on these, Sorry about on that, these but... baking shows that they have these oh, days on the on the television. So over that. So over that. But they kind of say, oh, it's really easy. It really isn't. It isn't. I, d- I don't like anything where if you want to have just a slice of toast yeah. on Saturday, you yeah. need to start preparing things on Monday. Or five months before. Ridiculous. Isn't it? It is. Thank, putting things straight for Christmas here. It's Mel G on Magic with the Mighty Bush. More great 100% Christmas music coming up this. 110. 110. 110. Yeah, ma'am. 100% Christmas. 110% Christmas. 110% Christmas. All the time. Every track. Like, not even... We're not switching off with this whole Christmas thing, even if we're, like, asleep. We're still 110% Christmas. But isn't that amazing, though, mate? I've just suddenly thought, the whole of magic has gone Christmas, lulu-la-la, cuckoo land. Yes. The whole station is playing Christmas music the whole time. Are there enough Christmas songs? Well, this is it. I think they've cast their net quite wide. So you're going to get some cool cover versions and stuff you might not have heard before, some big band things. And we've gone quite early on the decorations. What day are you? Do you normally put the decorations up in your house? Well, you see, we're getting our tree this afternoon after the show. Lovely. We've ordered it from via the school bazaar. Okay. And we have to go uh, to the man who has them in his boot. We did it last year. He's a lovely man. Big Tree Tony. Big Tree Tony. And we go and we take our... We've got an eight-footer this year. Whoa. We've gone a bit nuts. That's pretty big, isn't and it? And that's not going to fit in his boots, so I am worried about Fat Tree Tony. 
Why did I call him Fat Tree Tony? <laughs> fat Tree Tony. Oh, he's not fat. Oh, no, that's awful. He's just Big Tree Tony. Big but tree he, Tony. But he's a big lad as well, so. But Big Tree Tony, I'm worried about, about how he's going to fit. <laughs> we, we've gone for a fakie for the first time ever. I Well, as you well know, at this time of year, Bush, we have words, you and I. I need to discuss with you what is going on <laughs> with your Christmas decorations, Bush. That will okay. be after this. We will discuss after a little bit more Christmas music. 100% Christmas music. That, my friends, is my favourite ever Christmas song with all the stars in Christmas charity. <laughs> song it was the best ever. Although it did annoy me. I've, I've, I might have told you this before, Bushy, but you probably glazed no, over. No, no, no. Um, it always slightly annoyed me in that song that Sting got the line, the bitter sting of tears. And I figured he asked for that line specifically because it had his own name in. Oh, yeah, it's like, well, look, I'm Sting. By rights, I should be singing that bit. Maybe he took it off someone else. I, I, I don't want to say this out loud, but I'm going to. Did he possibly think that he would somehow push himself a little bit more forward in the line yeah. of the gang by having the bitter sting of tears line? Just because he's got his name in it? Yes! Oh, this is, you think as a group enterprise, charity and all that, it's not a time for self-promotion, well, is it, Sting? Well, let's not, you know, he's a good man, I'm sure. He's I'm, a very, very good man. And very quickly, during the course of this week, you've been recording an album of your uh, company play that you're in. Yeah. Which I came to see that was amazing. Oh, but she. If, if we, out of all the people who were recording it, who were you in the band aid type style during the recording the other day? Oh, that's a great question. Which one were you, Mel? I think I was probably Siobhan Pahi. <laughs> off of um, what was the name of the group? Banana Rama. Yes. Because I pro, in a way, I probably had the least to do, which yeah. was a blessing. No offense, Siobhan. Else. And no offense, Siobhan. But <laughs> they didn't do that much. Did they have a solo line? I don't know if they did. I don't think they even did. They were just at the back with impeccable hair. And amazing dungas. Really good dungas. That's all you need. All you need is dungas. And actually, Ledge of Ledge always reminds me of Christmas music in itself. It's as as we've said before. It's it's huskies kind of bowling down a hill in yeah. some kind of Doctor Zhivago esque Christmas scene. It's buying a pork sandwich in a local uh, hut. In a local hut. Yes, in a provincial town with its pop up Christmas market. Pop up Christmas. Right oh. in the centre of a really grim pedestrianised bit. In Leatherhead. Say, Leatherhead or Yate. Somewhere <laughs> like that. <laughs> we have one. We have a very similar one where I live locally, and I, I I love it and I respect it. I love it. I love those things. Yeah, but it looks very out of place. It does. It looks like it's been dropped from Mars. There, and no one's there. No, no it's strange, there. isn't it? Uh, good. Listen, it's Mel G on Magic. It's Saturday afternoon. It's time for Ledger of Legend, which is our special book. It is real. I have it in my hand. Every week we like to write in it, and Bush does an amazing drawing in it of something which we think is very unsung in life in general. Give it a big, big up. Yeah, yeah. I've got one with a Christmassy theme today, Bushy. Love it. Uh, now it's it's a bit hipster Father Christmas. It's a bit Daniel Boy's Santa. <laughs> yeah. It's brown paper and string. Oh. It's a little bit of a hipster take on Christmas. It's like move away from the gaudy foil. Okay. Move away from the glitter. Just do up your presents in. Brown paper and string. I've always been envious of people who can wrap stuff like that because I'm terrible at wrapping. Really, really bad. That surprises me, Bush. Really? Yeah, because I'm... your drawing is so amazing and neat and you're such a draftsman. Oh, well, thank you very much. But when it comes to uh, wrapping Rappage. stuff, it's my Achilles heel. Can't do it at all. I, I'm going to say... You're that pretty good. Uh, yeah. 
I'm really, really fussy about in it. In fact, your your Christmas presents last year to us were impeccably Thank wrapped. Thank you very much. To the point where it's almost like you'd asked a concierge to do it for you. It's hospital corners, mate. It really is. Yeah. It really is. I like the idea of a concierge. <laughs> I like the idea that you think I have one. That'd be good if you did. Oh, I'd love one. Uh, brown paper and string, please, my love, in the words of Julie Andrews in Sound of Music. It all links beautifully with Christmas. That's what we're putting in the Ledger of Ledger. We'll come back to you uh, very, very shortly after this. Ah, the dulcet tones of Michael Borble. <laughs> Thanks, Bushy. I really enjoyed that. Thanks so much. If I was him, I would do my own line of baubles because it's in your surname. Yeah, I'd have a Christmas album called Borble. Completely. I mean, I'm Michael Borble, and here are my top ten baubles. Is he? Is he Canadian? <laughs> I don't. Is where he? is he from? Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. Is he? Ah. Well, that was a very good Canadian accent. Absolutely impeccable Canadian accent. I love that they say house. My house. Come Hello. to my house. My name's Michael Bublé. Welcome to my house. That, that wasn't so good. That wasn't so good. I should have quit when I was ahead. <laughs> uh, Bushy, I asked you to draw for our ledger of ledge, brown paper and string, and you have done tremendously well. And interestingly enough, you say you can't rap. A prezi very well, but you can draw a wrapped prezi extremely well. Thank you. That's how I would like to rap. Mm. That's genuinely that's what I would call aspirational rapping. Yeah, it's, do, it's... do you know what I do? I put it in tinfoil. Oh, do you? I can't that's rap, clever. so I just put things in tinfoil. Because then you just sort of um, you'd smooth it. You yeah. don't have to do any of the hospital corners. Yeah. That's amazing, mate. It looks like a bit of a cry for help when you give someone presents like that. But um, <laughs> looks like sandwiches, just yeah, loads and loads does. of sandwiches. Do you know what the most <laughs> difficult thing to wrap in paper is? Go on. Anything conical. Oh, really? Really, really difficult. What do you do with the surplus at the top, the small end of the cone? Yeah. And what do you do with the surplus at the large end? I generally tend to make it into just a one big giant cracker. Mm, you see, that doesn't look good. No, that to me is a lazy person's fool's errand. Can your husband wrap? Do you do all the wrapping in your house? Does he do any wrapping? He does all of his on Christmas Day, mate. Always it really, really <laughs> stresses me out. Brinkmanship of the highest Christmas order there. He'll disappear at some key moment, like when the stuffing is coming to, you know, coagulation point. Yeah. And then he'll say, I'm going to go and wrap my presents, and he'll be two hours. It really bugs me. Oh, the, the absolute front of him. I know. I like it. I'm, I'm impressed with his brinkmanship, though. Have you ever had mm -hmm. to borrow someone's shoes? <gasps> Sorry, I've literally just found a mince pie. I know. I'm. Yeah. I, I, can I just have a quick bite? Have it. I don't know how you've not sat there and not eaten it. Oh God! I love mince pies. Mm. Would you normally heat them up in the oven and mm. then put like cream and stuff with mm -hmm. them? Oh my it's almost God. a waste if you don't, isn't it? That's really, really good. Really, really good. I don't like a puff. Um, mince Come on, pie. that's that's a bit harsh. I don't like a puff mince pie though. Do you? I love I love all types of mince pies. I like a short crust. Really? Mm. Have you ever made mince pies? Mm. Yes, I make them every year. Really? I'll bring some in. Mm. I bet you do a mean mince pie. I've got to confess something now. Go on. I don't make my own pastry. Oh, yeah. Who can be bothered to make their own pastry? I buy the pre-roll-out stuff. Is I, that really bad? No. Even, I remember buying one of those, those Jamie Oliver cook a meal in 30 minutes books, and he said, I don't even bother making my own pastry. You're joking. He says, get, get it in, buy it in, cut out the middleman. Because I think homemade pastry, there's something very, very special about that. Yeah, I just no good at doing it. What was the question again? I'm so sorry. Have I ever, have I ever, have I ever worn anyone else's shoes? Have you had to borrow someone's shoes? Yeah. Every time I go to anything vaguely sort of um, high-end, I wear my sister's shoes. They're black stilettos and they're two sizes too big. Really? You borrow her shoes for an event? I've sort of got them now. 
They're kind of mine. I haven't given them back. <laughs> Just hold on to them. She gets really annoyed because she calls my feet the horny stubs. Really? Yeah, because they they I've got very slightly bunyany nasty feet and they're very wide so if I wear her shoes I just go and I make her shoes really wide so she doesn't want them back Do you know, my, my mum's feet have got legendary status in our family because each of her little toes is like a hook you know that kind of for wearing Calloused. female shoes for yeah. donkey's years yeah that could just happen oh Geraldine she needs to get those sorted doesn't she get them she? sorted hopefully that hasn't put you off your mince pie no I'm going to have another bite look at that not bothered that's a jaunty one isn't it isn't it I love that one now Boom, foul, boom. Down the staircase, leg kick, high kick, jazz hands, here we come, baubles. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Oh, I love the down the staircase bit. Oh, so... And we apologise if you live on a single floor building, like maybe you live in a bungalow, just go around a friend's house and we'll play the song again next week. <laughs> just give us give us uh, three rings, let us know you're ready. <laughs> Oh, it's Mel G here on Magic. Whoa, the mighty bush. It is contractual, Bush. How's your week been? Oh, thank you for asking, Mel. My week has been boxing. Oh, boxing, I have a... boxing presents? Do you know what? No. I, no, not boxing presents. I've been inspired by you learning jujitsu for company, the stop musical. Stop it, stop it. And I've decided to sign myself up for boxer size. Now, tell me everything. I'm already obsessed and... And I'm not going to lie, a little bit jealous. I love it. When Whenever you take up a new sport, <laughs> I get slightly livid and a bit jealous. I don't know why, Bush. Is it FOMO, fear of missing out? Yes, it's FOMO. It's a bit of FOMO. Yeah. Uh, Go on. Go well, on. Do you know when we did the, the show from backstage last weekend? Yeah. On your desk, you had a, a book which we well, I forgot to talk about during the course of the show, but I was oh, a bit obsessed with it. Oh, it was no. like this old book of jujitsu from the sixties. It's amazing. Actually, it might even be from the forties. I love how you can learn jujitsu from a book. I know, which is a great thing. <laughs> the pictures in it are extraordinary. There's some good rolling around and yeah. stuff like that. But I thought, do you know, what? I'd love to to do some form of. I don't want to do football anymore because I keep getting injured and moan about it. And oh, you've told me off on the show for moaning. I know, I know. So I, I thought know. I would do some form of other keep fit thing. And it's boxer size. Right. Tell me everything. Is it in a class situation? Is it one to one? Have you got a uh, what's it called? A uh, a punch bag? A punch bag? No. I'm just, there's a guy called Kevin who's training me. <gasps> Kevin Cowdery is my Mr Miyagi. <gasps> He's got little pads like that, and then I just punch the pads as hard as I can. So it's just me and him. Does he come to the house? He doesn't. We go to a local gym. We oh. go to a local gymnasium. Oh, I love it, Bush. And it's so much fun, honestly. I, you know when you like, you it's suddenly great. get taken with something, you just think, wow. Yeah. And, and you learn a it... skill as well, which is great. So you're doing uh, hooks, uppercuts. Yeah. And uh, what's the other one? Hook, uppercuts. Cuts. Slice? No. Slicey, punchy. There's no. a bit where you go down onto like almost squat and then go punch, 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 punch. Oh, it is really good exercise. It's so tiring. Even just yeah, punching really for like tiring. 30 really. seconds. And are you doing the legs as well? Are you doing the... Uh, has he got the big pads out and you bring the, the knees up? Oh, no, not doing any kicks. I'd like to do kicks though. Do you do yeah. kicks in jiu-jitsu? Uh, no, I don't know. Jiu-jitsu is more about... It's more like wrestling, isn't it? A bit like rolling around on yeah. the floor and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and you keep the stance. It's yeah. all very anchored and solid. But what I'm saying is, it's made me quite a tough guy. So I now, if there's any trouble, you get into any dust-ups, Mel. I need, I need to discuss this. Let's have a bit yeah. of music and I need to hear more about this. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? The mushrooms, things... That, no, not the mushrooms. Marshmallows are roasting. <laughs> The mushrooms are roasting. And this, uh, my little toes are toasting. Uh, the monkey is next door. And then we're going coasting. What, why is the monkey next door, mate? What's going on? I don't know. I like the idea of him living next door to like a family of monkeys. Do you? It's like maybe he's in, he lives in a treehouse or something like that. What, like a little monkey with the golden symbols? Yeah, and a fez. And it does flips. Oh, they're, they're scary. Shh, 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 I don't for... like those. Don't you? Surely they appear in horror films. 
Yeah, they're the things that carry on moving uh, when there's like a flash of lightning. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a horrible present. Do not get anyone that for Christmas. No, really, really don't. Just don't do that. That would be very, very hard to wrap as well, Bush. You wouldn't like that. I can't even think how you would wrap that. I think you'd have to... Sorry about that. I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Just slightly belched. You've had a couple of little rumbles during the course of the show, haven't it's you? It's Christmas, mate. Fair enough. I've, I've started eating too early. But December you, the 1st. You haven't touched the mince pie that I've put in front of you. No, I'm not going to eat that till later, Bush. Are you going to take it with you? I'm going to take it with Aww. me. On my little outing to get the Christmas tree from uh, Big Tree Tony. Oh, Big Tree Tony. Good lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My mum had a terrible thing happen once at Christmas. It was awful involving a Christmas tree. Uh, we were doing, we were putting up the tree and yeah. um, a, a branch pranged into her eye. Ooh. She had to go to a &E. Oh, no. It was awful. She had a patch on her eye for Christmas. Imagine being injured by Christmas. There are many Christmas injuries, my friend. I imagine a lot of people do come a cropper whilst going up the top. You know, say put the angel on top of your tree or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Electrocution by lights. Yeah. Oh, there's loads of, of, of uh, accidents at Christmas. But let's not focus on those no, today. let's not focus on those. But let's just say, just be careful. Be That's very, very careful out there, definitely. Listen, more great music coming up next. Brian Harvey, followed by Mariah Carey. Wow, two unlikely bedfellows. I'd like to see them in a chicken cottage. Imagine that. I'd love to see that. Sharing a little wing or two. That'd be so good, wouldn't It'd it? That'd be great. Pass the chilli sauce, why don't you, Brian? It would be great. If, if frog and chicken are impromptu, um, sort of slightly tromboning, trumpeting Christmas duo yeah. were to release a single, mm -hmm. quite seriously, Bush, uh -huh. let's have a day in a studio and what are we going to come out with? Well, I, I think we should follow the lead of one of my favourite Christmas songs of all time, the Frog Chorus. Oh, was that and a Christmas song? That was a Christmas song. Was it? I think it was. No, it's not that, is that's, it? Um... We played that at the beginning of the ruddy show. <laughs> that's... What's the Frog Chorus? How does that go? Bum, 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 ba-dee-ya. Bum, 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 ba-dee-ya. Is it Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney? Uh, no, no. It, it's just Paul McCartney, Just I think. Paul McCartney. Okay, right, come Jackson on. Jackson wanted it, and McCartney said, no, I'm having this one. You ruined... Oh, uh, no, oh, that's, that's a different song. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, you ruined The Girl Is Mine. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Uh, I think Frog and Chicken should do... <laughs> Producer James has got his head in his hands. What's happened to us, mate? We, we often get like this at the end of the year, don't we? We do. just start to go a bit ragged. It all frays around the edges. Can't think of any names of anything. Of anything at all. I, literally, literally, it'd be lucky nothing. if we could get home tonight. I know. Where do I live? Oh, what's, oh, what's my bushy. name again? Frog and Chicken, though. Yeah. I think we could do a jolly sort of song about the chicken being worried that it's going to be eaten at Christmas and the frog saying, come and stay with me on my lily pad and you'll be safe from those meat eaters that eat you at Christmas. What a lovely fairy tale type thing that would be. Isn't that so that nice? Work? Yeah, I love the idea of the frog's got a lovely lily pad there. It's got a nice water feature around the outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come and live with me. It's fine. Yeah, we'll do that then. Yeah, uh, keep, watch this space for the debut album. It'll be a cover of a Motley Crue song. <laughs> I'd love yeah? that. Good. Uh, now, listen, it's Mel G on Magic here with the Mighty Bush, slightly unravelling. It, it's Christmas. It does that to us. Um, hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Uh, on the way, more of the Christmas songs you love just around the corner. Right, Bushy. Yeah. How do you feel about ball ponds? <laughs> I've never been asked that question for my entire life. A ball pond? Is it like a, a pond full of plastic balls that you can dive into? Mm. When you know, would I ever come across one of these things? Matey, 
you have a small baby. Uh-huh. In a matter of, I would say, 14 months, you are going to be living in ball ponds. Oh, you mean soft play. Mate, awful. My eldest daughter, awful. memory has just come flooding back. I've forgotten about soft play. It's, it's, oh. uh, matey, matey, you are heading into six years of soft play very, very soon. Uh, it's uh, a horrendous thought. It's all flooding back to me now. Overly hot. No mobile phone reception. Newspaper from two days ago. Smell T- of wee. Smell of wee. Terrible lattes. Oh, no. oh. Matey, I- I'm surprised you can even get a latte. Yeah, it was the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. And then there's always a big kid that turns up. You're like, you've got yeah. your three-year-old knocking around. Then there's a lad in like a denim coat who appears to be 15. Why is he in the, the ball pit? <laughs> in a hoodie. Get Boris Becker out of there. He looks like him. I'll never forget taking my eldest daughter to a party. I can't actually even talk about this. It was so horrendous. It was so loud and so hot. It was attached yeah. to a shopping centre. Oh, the worst. And she got stuck three floors up. <laughs> Muggins had to go into the whole awful, torturous, like a zoo, assault course thing, and go up and get her through tiny holes. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? I was openly swearing. It's such a leveller, isn't it? You you can think you're quite nimble, but if you try and climb up through any form of soft play to retrieve a child, it it, it makes you feel like gravity's tripled. And they always get a bug. Why do we put them in there? (laughs) They always come out with some kind of horrible gastroenteritis. Make it stop. Oh, man. So I'm, I'm gathering... That your your views on on the ball pond is is not positive. I'm going to need psychotherapy after this. Thank Good. you for bringing that one back up. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more fun like that every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.